Hey, good morning. Thank y'all for being here. My name's Justin. I'm the student minister, uh, and our student ministry has a whole lot of stuff going on, and so today we hope to share just a little bit of what God's doing with our students, and not just with our students, but through so many adults uh, for our students, and how God is shining his light into these students' lives and drawing them towards Jesus. Uh, Before we share a little bit about our student ministry, I want to tell y'all why I became a student minister and why I went into youth ministry. When I was in seventh grade, we didn't just move into another Bible class. Normally we had, you know, the flannel graphs and crackers and juice and it was cool. And then in seventh grade, they, they took us on this retreat and there was paint and games and sugar and it was loud and we were on this bus that may or may not have been registered. And it was crazy. But it was awesome, and I loved it. And it was just this, and, and there was like high school kids that were way older than me, and it was intimidating, but like kind of cool because we were one of the big kids now. And I had no idea what youth group was. It was just cool. But over the next few years, I started to understand what youth group was, and I, more importantly, I started to understand why we did what we did, And God, through the church and through the youth group and through parents and my youth minister, God reached into my life and started drawing me towards him and making it evident that Jesus was Lord and drawing me to the conclusion that Jesus was my Lord. And so towards the end of high school, I decided that I would kind of look at youth ministry and I felt like God was calling me towards that to do for others what God had done for me through the church and through my youth minister. So I became a youth minister. Um, And so we have been doing all kinds of things for the last year and for the last three years that I've been here. Um, So we want to share with a video, a slideshow in just a few minutes. But before that, I'm going to interview four of our students. Okay, y'all can come up now. Uh, I'm going to interview four of our students about some of the things we did this summer This is not even going to summarize what we did this summer. We did more than these four trips this summer. But uh, starting with Jody at the end, uh, I'm going to ask some questions. We're going to do a a short interview um, about how God has been working in y'all's lives. So uh, this is Jody Thigben down at the end. Uh, He is going to share about a trip we do called Urban Plunge, where we take our middle schoolers to an urban area and do some mission work and some service and um, kind of experience a, a culture that most people don't, aren't aware of, uh, especially in middle school. So, Jody, what was your favorite part of Urban Plunge this year? My favorite part of Urban Plunge was the Kids Club. Kids Club is a weekly program put on by Mission Waco at an apartment complex. We went, to, we went there and collected some kids. We got to play games and then teach them a lesson at the end. I really just enjoyed teaching them how God loved them. So you say we, we gathered some kids up for Kids Club. Uh, how did we gather the kids, kids up? We went door to door at the apartment complex and collected kids and then we all joined together in the end. Was it intimidating knocking on people's doors and asking them to come yes. hang out? It's fun. But it was kind of intimidating, and we got to go to door-to-door and just show God and be helpful and be the face of God through that. So how did you grow during that? I grew, and I saw how I learned that even in places like that, God is always with them, and that how me being 
just little kid in the youth group can still make a difference in people's lives and that I can still make a difference. So my last question was, how did you see God work? And that was kind of it. But do you have anything else to add about how you saw God work during Urban Plunge? I saw God work through the difference we made and the lives we touched during Urban Plunge. It was a big deal. And just Urban Plunge as a total kind of reminds me of John 13, 35. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. That as a total, I think, just summarizes Urban Plunge. Cool. Thank you. Uh, I want to introduce y'all to Gabe Woodfin. Thank y'all. Gabe has been friends with Ben here for how long? For how long? Long like enough. A week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> These guys have been friends for a long time, and they have a really meaningful relationship. And Gabe just started coming to Western Hills this spring in uh, probably January. And y'all had been wanting to come to our youth group for a while, but you live kind of far away. And so you finally just said, oh, oh well, we'll just, we'll just make the drive and come in. Gabe was baptized at the beginning of the summer, and it was his first year at Camp K. So Camp K is the camp that most of us are familiar with. It's for uh, middle school and high school. Gabe got to go to high school week and junior week, but specifically we're talking about high school week for Gabe. Um, what was your favorite part of Camp K? Even though it was my first year and I didn't know much about it, and I've gone to Pine Cove and other ones and other church camps before, this isn't my first church camp. Um, I would say there was a more of a family setting. Even though I was very new and I didn't know almost anybody, everybody was super inclusive, super welcoming. No one even had to say anything about it. There wasn't anything before saying, oh, include somebody if you didn't see anything. I was included in everything. I was accompanied in everything. I had fun. I grew in my faith. I saw people around me growing in my faith. And having other people like that around me also saw, helped me see different views because there was a lot of people there that also had gone through hard things or were having hardships. And seeing so many people come together for one week and just put that all aside and put together whatever political views we had and just worship Christ and see everything together was truly inspirational and I loved it. One of the really special things about camp is the journey groups that students are divided into and a journey group is a group of less than 10 students that are led by two adults and uh, it's a time of some really real conversations. Uh, and the group bears each other's burdens and, and encourages one another. Um, and in that transparency, in that rawness, there's a lot of growth. Um, and God transforms lives and shapes hearts through that. So that was one of your favorite experiences. The journey group was definitely one of my favorite. I had a really good journey group. And um, it was led by people that I didn't know before, but I, I'm actually friends and I still meet with them now. It was wonderful. And the people that I had met in my journey group had opened up especially new views in my faith that I had not thought about before because it wasn't even people it wasn't just people from this church they were from everywhere we had somebody from Kentucky we had somebody from Oregon it was just it was from everywhere and from all views and so it really helped me just get further with my faith in myself how did you grow at camp I think overall I grew in all fields, but more so in my confidence of other people in Christ. Um, like you said, I've been trying to go to church and I didn't have a whole lot of places to go to. I live really far out in the country and I didn't have a church to go to. 
And I just when I got my driver's license, I started coming here. And um, as that's happened, and especially going to camp, seeing how many other people also have faith and how strong their faith is helps me and my confidence that we can help change and make a difference in the world. Yeah. And how did you see God working at camp? There were smiles everywhere. Don't get me wrong, we had our ups and downs. Everybody, we had competitions and everything else. But there was so much just pure bliss and happiness of not having to worry about school, money, issues, family issues. Everybody just had fun. And I think that's where I saw God working the most. That's one thing I really encourage our kids of when they when we go to camp is the the fact that we don't have phones. I say, hey, this is a really good week to just unplug and be positive and be only around people that are that are um, following Jesus and um, kind of forget about what's going on in the world and let God work on your heart and grow um, together. So thank you. Um, we're going to go to Ray White now. So Ray has been here your whole life, and uh, you've been going to camp since day one, right? Fourth grade? Fifth grade. Fifth grade? Um, yeah, fourth going into fifth. Uh, and this year and last year, you had the opportunity to be a big. Uh, would you tell everybody what it is to be a big at camp? Okay, so a lot like senior week, junior week um, is very similar, but there's also some differences. The main difference between the two weeks is that junior week we have what's called big brothers and big sisters. And so if you are a junior, a senior, or a grad, you have the opportunity to either be a fifth and sixth grade big or a seventh and eighth grade big. And what that looks like is we all have a training day um, and we have the list of all the campers and each big brother or big sister has about five to nine campers depending on the numbers um, and the ages. And so those are your kids for the week. Um, and so we have, just like at senior week, the journey groups, we also have those at junior week. And we break down and we discuss our Bible classes. Um, we talk about the sermons. We talk about our day. We talk about struggles we're having. We have questions. Um, and so it's really just a time for us teenagers to minister to those younger kids. Um, being a camper at junior week, I can say that the big brothers and big sisters were the highlight of the week. Like we looked up to them so much. Um, and so they, we really just kind of like run the camp, I guess you could say. Like we, we, um, we lead the games, we play the games with them, we help with worship, we lead songs, we eat with them, we pray with them, we're in cabins with them. Um, we're really just mentors and best friends with them for the week, and it's really awesome. And is running the camp easy <laughs> or hard? It's not an easy job, I will say. Um, it was very hot that week. Um, there were a lot of kids. We get up before the campers get up. We go to bed way after the campers go to bed, so it's a very long day. Um, we do have a short period of time in the morning where we got to like eat breakfast um, and debrief, but besides that, we are with the campers all day long. Um, so it's not an easy job, but in the end, it is very, very fulfilling just to know that these kids like look up to us so much and that we had the opportunity to help them grow their faith um, and just help them in their relationship with the Lord.
Yeah. So one of the things we prioritize is service, and service takes on a whole lot of different avenues, but service is really like at the core of Camp K Junior Week because these students are not just working for the week of camp, but they're getting together ahead of time. They're going through different trainings on how to handle different situations with kids, uh, on how to keep kids calm and help them cope with homesickness and things like that. Um, so our students are not only putting in time for that whole week where it's really hot and not, not much air conditioning and uh, dealing with you know, emotional issues, but they're putting time in ahead of time because they love the students that they have and they were impacted as kids during at junior week and so they want to go back and serve in the same way. So it's not easy at all, but was it worth it? For sure. Absolutely. Very worth it. Uh, so one last thing, how did you grow during uh, junior week as a big? Um, for me personally, I think I had kind of like looking back at the week, I kind of had like almost a realization of how big of an impact I can make without even really seeing it. So what I mean by that is um, at the beginning of the week, my group of girls, when we introduced ourselves, most of them, it was their very first year at camp. I had seventh and eighth graders. Um, so they were older girls, but it, for most of them, it was their first year at camp. So they had never experienced this. A lot of them didn't even go to church. And so they came from different backgrounds. Um, a lot of them didn't know a whole lot about the church and about faith. And so at the beginning of the week, when we would have journey groups um, and talk about Bible class and stuff, most of them were very hesitant to talk because they didn't, they had never experienced something like this before, right? And so I was kind of nervous at the beginning um, because I really wanted to have deep conversations and to be able to dissect things and for people to share and open up. And I didn't know if I was going to be able to do that because just kind of, just kind of the group I had. Was um, it hard getting them out of their shells? Yes, yeah. it was, it was. And so, um, but I can say that by the end of the week, I had girls like wanting to answer questions and asking questions about the Bible lessons and taking notes during worship and telling me um, what they learned and what they were confused about and the things they learned and how they could apply it when they went home. And so like that was just very like humbling for me to know that even though I didn't know if I was going to have like a big impact or make a big difference, just to see the transformation from the beginning of the week to the end of the week um, and just how those girls were able to grow their faith and how God was able to work through me to get to them um, was just very reassuring to me to know that like we can have such a big impact on a younger generation, even if it is just in a week span. Um, there's an, always an opportunity to help others grow their faith no matter where you are or how long you have. Yeah, cool. So I was going to ask you how you saw kids grow, but you already answered that, so there you go. Uh, all right, we're going to move to Ben. Uh, so you got to go on the Texas tour along with uh, the rest of our group. Uh, I will tell everybody what the Texas tour is because nobody knows. Uh, so last fall, we were registered to go on a trip uh, called Dry Bones. And Dry Bones is an inner city, a hybrid trip between inner city and a backpacking trip. We got double booked and they let me know that we were not going to be able to go. So 
Next year, we're getting priority registration for dry bones. Uh, but we then registered for wilderness expeditions, which is a backpacking trip where you go and basically study scripture and grow as a group and meditate for a week in the mountains. And they had to cancel their entire operation for the summer because of financial issues and they couldn't staff the summer. So we were left late with no plans for a high school trip. And so I thought, okay, we wanted to do inner city service and we wanted to do something in nature and give our students an opportunity to relax and um, think about God and his creation and how he's made things for, for a purpose. So we made this thing called the Texas Tour, and we went to Impact Houston, which is an inner city church similar to Impact Temple here. We served at Impact for a day. Uh, we went to the beach to experience God's creation there uh, in Galveston, and then we went to the Frio River uh, for kind of our backpacking portion of the trip, and then we went to Enchanted Rock for a hiking portion that we would have had at Wilderness Expeditions. So what was your favorite part of the Texas Tour? Personally, I think my favorite part of the entirety of Texas tour was the servitude we did down in Houston because okay. I'm going to answer your second question just in advance You're good. because that is what allowed me to grow in community with you know the rest of the youth group because I know the youth group, but you get to know someone way better when you do things with them and especially yeah, yeah. when you work with them. So that really just became the most meaningful part of the whole trip to me. The other parts were amazing. We got to do stuff, play, relax, hike, which is not relaxing. And, but the serving really is just what made me grow closer to everybody else. Now, you said the hiking wasn't relaxing. You did run up Enchanted Rock, didn't Very you? true. Okay. And okay. down. I just wanted to throw that out. Mm -hmm. uh, so going back to the service part in Houston, would you share what we did to serve in Houston and how you grew there? Even if it was only a day of serving, I think that that felt a lot like a week just because of all the different places we went to. We helped package a lot of different boxes along with sort out a lot of different food, which was really nice because then immediately after we got to see exactly where that food went because we mm -hmm. distributed it out to the homeless people on, I believe it was called Tent City. Mm -hmm. And it was nice just to see the fulfillment of the work we had done that day by giving it out ourselves, the boxes we had just packaged, and that was most likely the best part of it. Yeah, so let's talk about Tent City a little bit. Um, they have a minister on staff at, in Houston that does trips to interact with their, uh, they call them their outdoorsman population. So um, his name's Tim, and Tim took us in a couple vans down to Tent, tent City, which is just exactly what it sounds like. It's tents with uh, people that don't have housing, uh, under an overpass in Houston, and they have goodie bags with um, canned vegetables uh, and amenities like that that they give to these people down there. So what did you experience there, and how did you grow in that? Well, as we were there, I noticed not just that there you know, were way more homeless communities than I thought, but that the homeless people there weren't just individual people, but they were a community of people there. They had all, you know, circled up their tents and had an imaginary fire going. And they were just talking and just being with each other. Though, Even if they were not, you know, in a house, they were a family still. I did also notice there was a seemingly hierarchy of homeless people. Like some of them had massive two-person, two-room tents, whereas others were just there without even a tent. Mm -hmm. 
which made me realize a lot of things that, you know, even in what one could see is the lowest form of society, there still is mm-hmm. a lower part to go that we could help serve. Yeah. Um, so how did you see God working in Houston and on the Texas tour? I'm going to go to what Gabriel said and the smiles I saw on the people as we gave them stuff. Just, you know, some of the people asked, like, well, all right, how much is this? What do I need to give you? And it was just, well, no, we just give you this. And that's all there is to it. And it's just the relief I saw on their faces as they realized they were going to have food for the next day or week. I really saw God through that. I want to share from Ephesians 5 uh, as we close um, says this, but when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine in you. When I was in seventh grade, I was spiritually asleep. And through my church and my youth ministry and my youth ministry and so many people praying for me and supporting me, God woke me up. And he brought me into the light. And he's doing the same thing here with our students and through this church and our youth ministry. Uh, I'm going to close in prayer uh, before Jeff leads us, but I want to ask one big favor of y'all. Uh, this is the greatest thing you could do to help our youth ministry. You can, you can serve, you can give, you can bring food. There's a ton of things you can do for our youth ministry. But there's one thing I really ask, and that's that you pray for our students. I want you to pray that our students would know Jesus and the power of his resurrection. Uh, I would like y'all to pray for our leaders. We've got uh, over a dozen leaders. We're about to have lunch with them afterward to meet about what we're doing in the fall. Uh, So pray for our leaders that they would be Christ in the lives of our students. Um, Would you pray for me and pray for our elders and the way that our church is working to bring our students into a relationship with Jesus?